Hello and welcome. You're listening to Start Again with Shauna Lee, the place where you will be reminded that it's never too late and you're never too old to do the damn thing. So stick around if you're ready to vibe higher and be inspired to chase your dreams. Together, we will uncover your soul's truest desires. Now, if you're ready, let's get started. You guys, thank you for your patience for this Simply Shauna episode. I have been on vacation to Southern California for my birthday, and it was amazing. I am now back in the very hot, very sunny state of Texas with Southern California memories on my mind. However, back to business. And while I was flying through the air on my way back home, I was giving thought to what I wanted to share with you next. And I realized that I have this program called Align that while I have spoken about it previously, I haven't told you all much about what is included. Align is all about how you balance all three aspects of yourself, your body, your mind, and your spirit. The totality of these three elements make up who you are. And when you find the correct balance for you on those three elements, you have the secret to living your most authentic life. So today I'm pulling a snippet from that program to share with you. And it's the second element of that, your mind. It's where I start any of my programs. And I wanted to share that with you all today. Your mind is powerful and gaining control of that is how you gain control of the rest of your life. So here you go. Your mind, the second pillar of my program called Align, it's how you change your story and your life. So when it comes to that second pillar, which is your mind, this is where the bulk of my mindset work happens with my clients is really focusing on the thoughts you're thinking, the self-speak. This is where affirmations come into play. This is where um, journaling can be helpful. And a big, big component of what I usually recommend um, in just about any one of my courses or uh, my work with clients is this art of letting go because it's very simple in theory and it's super fucking hard to do, right? So being able to truly let go of those things you cannot control, which is other people's behaviors, their actions, um, their words, you cannot control what another person does. You just can't. The only thing you have a control over is what you choose to do and say and how you react to situations and what your behaviors are. And so when you let go of the expectation for how other people should do anything that you're wanting them to do differently. And I tell you what, this goes for exes, this goes for your children, this goes for coworkers. When you let go of those things that you actually don't have control over, um, it's kind of similar to the, the purging of your closet. You're, you're opening up space for good shit to come in. You're opening up space in your mind for new thoughts and new beliefs and um, really allowing yourself to create what you want to have happen instead of focusing so much energy on what you don't want or what you don't like. Um, the, the basics of 
the law of attraction is like energy follows like energy and where you focus your efforts is um, what you will get more of. So the, the mere act of focusing on something you want to have happen makes more of those ex experiences and of examples of that come to you. But the same can be said for focusing on what you don't want to have happen. Um, things that are frustrating to you or stressing you out, um, the more you focus on those, the more you will get of those. So <clears throat> an excellent example is if your ex does something that you drives you batshit crazy and it makes you frustrated, but you actually can't control the outcome of the situation, the more you let go of your expectations for how they are acting or what they're saying or what they're doing, the less it will bother you. And then as you get some momentum behind that, the less they will be doing that. And it's, it's not so much that you're actually changing what they are doing and saying, it's that you're not noticing it. So when they do do something that's frustrating or say the same thing that has always um, caused some stress for you, and you let go of the expectation of wanting that to be different, um, it stops bothering you as much as it did before. And then you notice it less, and then it seems to happen less, and in the grand scheme of things, you are a happier person. It's beautiful. It's called the art of letting go because there's an art to it. There's a, a certain amount of practice that is involved there. Um, but being able to also let go of um, the old stories we tell ourselves and the limiting beliefs we have about what is or is not capable or possible in our lives, being able to let go of those old stories is so critical and so helpful for you to be able to move forward and create a life that you actually want. Part of the way that I go about um, uncovering what those old stories are or what the limiting beliefs are that are holding me back from getting behind a new belief is through journaling. So I have talked a lot about journaling, um, but I think it's a great way for us to be able to identify what those limiting beliefs are, which is why I've given you some journal prompts as um, included in this program, right? So being able to walk you through the different things as you write through the answers to these questions, what you'll, you'll start to uncover is where you knock up against a belief that you're like, oh, that can't happen or that's not possible for me because... Um, in all those ways that you, you get those thoughts that are bubbling up, you can ultimately look at it and say, is this actually true? Does this actually hold true in my life or other people's lives? And most of the time, when you get to the point where you're like, oh, no, this isn't ultimately true, that's where you can identify that it's a limiting belief, that it's not true, and you get to pick a new story. You are in control of your life, and the way you do that is by changing the story the story you're telling yourself in your head. So as we um, journal through um, kind of identifying those limiting beliefs, the other things that we can start doing is practicing gratitude. And this is where the gratitude journaling outline um, that you've seen from me many, many times is so helpful because it gives you some really tangible examples of how to practice gratitude because this shit takes practice as well. We are not conditioned in our society to be grateful and appreciate what we have. What we are conditioned to do is want more and want what we don't have and to um, strive for things that we, we, we don't have. And so it's a very lack-based way of looking at our experiences. 
when if we just sit back and, and practice some gratitude and sit in the appreciation of what we do have, that's what multiplies in our life. So practicing gratitude through journaling has been a super, super helpful way for me and my clients to kind of break through those limiting beliefs and to create new stories. So the other thing that I usually recommend is um, practicing writing about the things you want to have happen or the things you want to attract into your life, whether this is a new relationship or a new job or a shiny new car. It doesn't matter what the thing is. You want it because you think it's going to bring a certain feeling to your life that you're striving for that you don't think you already have, right? We all want more money or a relationship because we think it's going to make us happier or we think it's going to make us feel blank. So through journaling, you can kind of fill in the blanks of what that is. But one of my favorite things to do is to write as if this thing has already occurred. You already have the new car. And this is kind of the, the whole manifesting idea, right? Once you write about it through your journaling as if it's already happened in present tense, you're sending that message to the universe that this is what you want and you know what it feels like. And when you can get behind feeling as if it's already happened, that's where the momentum and the energy takes you to the inspired action, the things you know that you need to work on in order to get the promotion at work, which is going to point you to the more money. Like one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing based on practicing gratitude for what you have and creating that new story and identifying what those feelings are that you're hoping to generate by getting this thing, right? Generating it or creating or finding yourself in a new relationship because you want to feel loved and cared for and cherished and adored. And when you spend time each day feeling as if that has already occurred and feeling as if you are adored and cherished and loved, it starts bringing more of that energy, that love energy to your life. It, it is all this positive momentum goodness that starts to happen. And journaling is a great way to get you there. So journaling to identify the limiting beliefs, journaling to practice your gratitude and appreciation and really sit in the feeling of um, what you want to create um, and creating that new story and practicing talking about what it feels like to be the person who has the thing that you are striving for, whether that is the new job or the car or the sexy new man. So journaling is a great, great way to do that. Um, the last thing that I'll focus on when it comes to your mind, so again, your body, mind, spirit, the mind aspect of it, the thoughts you think are so powerful because it creates new beliefs. So a belief is merely a thought that you have repeated enough times that you now believe it to be true simply because you've thought a thought over and over and over again. So when you try to um, think new thoughts, when you work through affirmations, this is a great way for you to practice new thoughts. And when you say one of these affirmations like, let's pick one out of thin air, um, money flows into my life easily and often. If you say that and you're like, well, that shit doesn't feel true or whatever the thought is or that happens to other people but not me or I haven't, what, whatever that thought is that's bubbling up, that's your limiting belief. That's where you can say, oh, hold on, this affirmation I'm having trouble getting behind. Um, so affirmations do a lot of things. 
This is why I recommend affirmations in all of my programs as well, because it's helping you to practice the new story and the new belief that you're trying to get behind. When you bump up against one that does not feel true for you, that's where my recommendation is always to take a step back and not be so specific about that particular situation. So what I have found with all of my clients, this is not a most of the time, this is every single person I've interacted with in my entire life has some limiting beliefs around money and what it means to have a lot of it or how easy it is to obtain it. Um, this idea of money is so complicated and layered with so for so many people that um, that's where a lot of um, prosperity affirmations, um, people have a hard time getting behind those because there's some really hard, fast limiting beliefs around money. There's a lot of negative connotations to somebody who has a lot of money. <clears throat> so a lot of the work I do with women specifically is around um, money mentality and getting um, getting behind this idea of we can be prosperous, we do deserve to be prosperous, and that whatever you're desiring doesn't make you bad or um, negative in some way, that our desires come to us for a reason because our inner being wants us to have those. And if that's a lot of money, then you can have a lot of money. So uh, practicing these affirmations is a great way to kind of get behind those new beliefs, identify what your limiting story is, um, your, your limiting beliefs. And um, it's through repetition that we create those new patterns, those new uh, neurological brainwaves like are being created. We create new paths when we have repetition of these ideas and these new affirmations. So that's where putting an affirmation on your bedroom, you know, on your bedside table. So it's the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning or on your mirror in your bathroom. So you look at it every time you're getting ready. These can be so helpful to be able to um, give you the repetition and to practice. One of the things I do, not all the time, but most of the time when I'm trying to get behind a new belief and create a new belief for myself, I will put it as an alarm in my phone and it will go off at the certain time. And it's a good way to look at it's forcing me to have the repetition of this is the new belief I'm creating um, just by using technology and putting an alarm in my phone. So I recommend that for a lot of my clients when we are working one-on-one -on -one together and we're identifying, okay, where is your limiting belief and what, what are the affirmations that are going to be most helpful for you to start working on? And we'll put those in our phone as a reminder. One of the most favorite affirmations that I have learned from Amanda Francis, if you don't follow her, you need to immediately go over to um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, doesn't matter. She's XO Amanda Francis. She says this affirmation, I am a catch, I am the prize, I am the whole damn vibe. It is amazing. Every time, like I get the chills every time I say this affirmation, it so fully resonates with my inner being and it will also with yours um, that you should practice that. So it, it really shifts our thinking from trying to attract other people into our life and more about I am going to genuinely and authentically be me and I am amazing and I will attract people who have that same energy. So try that one out because that one is amazing and um, will change your life. So I've shared some more affirmations um, through this program so that you can kind of get behind some of those and I categorized them for you so that if it's any 
it's money, if it's love or relationships, um, whatever the category of your limiting belief, you can kind of hone in on um, first some really general vague ones, and then you can get more specific over time. Um, but you want, they're more effective when you can get behind it and you can actually believe it to be true. So that, that would be my recommendation. Start general, get more specific as it feels right to you. Okay, listen, are you struggling to find what your true purpose really is? You should try journaling. At the very least, it will get you to a better feeling place than where you are right now. I've created a set of journal prompts to get you on your way to discovering who you truly are and where you want to go from here. My free download is called Journal Yourself to Joy, and it's available at shaunalee.com under free stuff. These are my tried and true journal prompts that will raise your energy, increase your positivity, and brighten your day. Download yours today. Thank you.